Hello, everybody. Thursday night again. You're listening to the Open Micers Podcast. Would you like to help us stay alive? Please give us money. Give me your money. You know you want to give me your money. Give me your money. We need it's not pop- that much. We need popsicles, and we can't afford popsicles without your money. Just a nickel. As much as a nickel will do. But on a serious note, seriously, if you like our guest, if you like our guest tonight, think about going to patreon.com slash om podcast giving us a few dollars so we can keep having fabulous guests and keep you entertained for as long as you'll listen to our podcast Thursday night, and it's time for the Open Micers Podcast. My name is Jason Robbins. I'm Jacob Craig. Jacob, would you like to introduce our lovely guest tonight for the show? Absolutely. Our guest tonight is an actress and model who you may have seen in BH90210, the 2017-8 remake, or John Wick Chapter 2. She has also uh, been a model for Maxim. Please welcome Miss Sherry Nelson. Woo-hoo. Hi, guys. Hi, everyone. Uh, it's, it's certainly good to have you on the show. Um, I have been overlooking your IMDb, and it's uh, it reads almost like a phone book. There's so much stuff in here. Going back to, you were in Cool Runnings in 1993? <laughs> no, you can't. Yeah, you can't see very much of me. I'm in the crowd, so. But I have something coming up in the new year that I'm excited about. So if you, you were in, <laughs> if you were in Cool Runnings in 1993, what were you like? Ten or five? Five years old? Young. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, all right. So what uh, what projects do you have coming up after the new year? Um, there's going to be a movie, Warrior of Eight Flags, with Stephen Chang. I'm going to be an FBI agent, so it'll be it'll be good. my dad's excited because. Um, we're going to be going to Denmark, Hong Kong, and shooting in Vancouver. So it's going to be something, you know, bigger. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. This looks like it's going to be pretty good. I like the poster for it. Yeah. No, um, it, it'll be fun because, you know, I'm in Canada. So uh, we don't have a lot of guns around. You know, yeah. we have strict gun laws. So it'll be one of those things, you know, getting used to handling one. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And Stephen Chang, he's amazing. So you had said that uh, you you are from British Columbia, uh, Canada. Um, you got stuck. Well, I don't want to say you got stuck, but you're in Canada. I mean, you can't really get back into the states right now, can you? You're right, stuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, like everybody, no. Um, I just I can't wait for this to be over. You know, for many many reasons. But there's lots mm-hmm. to do down in the United States, and I just you know I worry that as it, prolongs itself that these might evaporate these opportunities so i'm eager to you know be proactive and get down and get involved down there so yeah i don't know how you guys feel what what state are you guys in we are in mississippi but we are on uh the gulf coast uh, yeah, yeah we're pretty are much you guys on lockdown um not really the laws no. in mississippi are very uh relaxed being yeah. uh <laughs> You know, a, a very deep red state. Uh, half of our lawmakers don't think this this thing exists. 
So. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I think your environment is similar to where I'm from. You know, like kind of like, well, it's not Texas justice, but Canadian justice for all, you right. know, meat and potatoes kind of people. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, um, I like Mississippi. <laughs> I've never been, but I hope to go. Right. It's a beautiful place right here on the coast with, uh, you know, the beaches and everything. And, um, you know, it's it's not the racist part. It's, so that's fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're no, I, don't, I don't I don't listen when they say that word. I don't I don't you know, um. You probably know I used to sell lumber and my 80% of my customer base was American and I've never experienced that at all. So I get a little uncomfortable when people push that and push that. So, cause I've never, ever seen it. So, but yeah. I, I want to come down there. I do. I, you know, there's just, it, it's a totally different culture. So I used oh, to put yeah. a lot of lumber in that state. So yeah, I can't wait to come down there. Well, it, um, we're very close to the water. We're, 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 uh, like I said, we're on the Gulf Coast, and the, the rest of the state calls us coast trash, if that gives you any uh, indication of how the rest of the state feels about us. but <laughs> Doesn't that mean that maybe they're afraid of you or you're winning when they start saying that? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> but we're actually, we're actually not that far from New Orleans, too, so if you ever uh, want to make a trip to New Orleans, it's, uh, it's quite a, a nice area to visit that's not too far away. No, well, I wish the borders were open. I was listening to your show, and like Monday, I wish I was coming down there to see your WWE cage match of uh, roast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, coming up this Monday. Sounds yeah. like a lot of fun. Thank you for the for the publicity. Yeah. No, no, it sounds good. Like I'm going to be listening if I can. Actually, um, I've been trying to think of a way that we. Uh, I'm think trying to think of a way that we can actually live stream it to my Twitch. So I'm going to try to figure that out on uh, Monday yeah. night. Well, you know when they do the like poker games and they've got the heavy breathing? You should be yeah. doing commentary <laughs> like a poker match. Um, I think I go, may Jason. have something. That can be your project. Yeah. <laughs> Which actually it's nice this year because I'm not competing this year. Uh, like last year, I'm a judge this year. So I don't have to worry about writing anything. So I, I just get to sit back and judge people and it's awesome. Do you, well, I was wondering about that. So based on the competitors, do the women have different um, streams of thought in their roast of things versus men? Um, only mm. because I remember I was, when I was in university, uh, they had asked to see, you know, if you went to a sporting event, the different demographics and like the women would be like at a hockey game, good boy, good boy, you're doing really good. And the men would be like, kill him, get him. So I was always curious, it's like with comedy, is there different avenues that the females versus the males pursue? Uh, I don't, That's a good question. I don't know what you feel, Jacob, but I feel like some of the female comedians, like they, they, some of the shit they say hurts. Like they know how to hit below the belt. Yeah. No, for sure. The the female comedians are, are definitely uh, a lot more vicious than the male comedians. They're, not scared to go to for the throat at all because you think about it you know they're 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 in a business where they're uh they're outnumbered 10 to 1 on almost every show so they finally get a chance to you know god damn it i'm gonna you know (laughs) tell you guys what i really think (laughs) well and then i was thinking about that when i was listening to your show i was thinking you know like in golf where they've got the men tee off here and then the women Mm -hmm. tee off a little further ahead so in your profession 
do the women tee off at the same place or do the women tee off a little further ahead? Or is it all fair game? Oh, it's all fair game, especially in a <laughs> yeah. roast battle. You know, it's if you're going to uh, participate in a roast battle, I mean, everything has to be on the table. And I try to tell people that that uh, that because we do have, you know, people that I mean, and, and not a lot of people like to get roasted. And I, you know, I understand that. But, uh, you know, if you're going to be in a roast battle, especially as a comedian, you have to be able to take it as well as you can dish it out. Well, and I heard you talking about somebody was not good out there. I, a female, perhaps, was not good at receiving. Mm -hmm. But she get and yeah. so it's almost like a boxing match where you find their Achilles heel. Um, and but uh, oh, I just thought, is there like is there someone that is the ultimate roaster in your eyes? I know you guys say that the Jade, Mister Jade, he's the one to watch. But mm -hmm. um, alive or dead, is there an ultimate roaster out there? Hmm. That's a good question. Yeah. Um, you know, probably, uh, I mean, Don Rickles is just the best, you know? Like, or, no one would beat Don Rickles. Like, I was thinking about, like, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis, like, depending mm. on era, there must be a champion, and maybe they cannot compete, you know, at different times of... Right. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I would say Don Rickles, Jason. Yeah, he's probably the ultimate... I mean, he basically invented roast comedy, and he pretty much goes after everybody. Even when he's not on stage, he goes after people, and that's what sets him apart from everybody is because he's absolutely fearless. He was always absolutely fearless. Up until the day he died, he was the most fearless comedian I've ever seen. I mean, he would say things to people that would get most people murdered in an alley. You know, and yeah. he he just went for it and built an entire, how many years was that guy in, in show business? Like 60 years at least yeah, more than you that. Know, doing Vegas and stuff. And one of the most famous comedians on the planet. So it's just one of those things that, like, you know, he just, he was absolutely fearless and that's what he built his entire career on. And I don't think anybody would be able to take him, not even, um, uh, who's the uh, Jeffrey Ross or somebody like that? Like, I don't think as good as they are, I don't think they could stand toe to toe with Don Rickles. He would just completely destroy anybody that came up against him. Well, did you guys, are you guys the founders of the Gulf Coast Comedy Roast? I am. You are? It was, it was my idea. Yeah. Maybe you should get your trophy to look like Don Rickles and then just say, you know, when you're eliminated, you've been Rickled. <laughs> there you go. I should just hand out Mr. Potato Heads. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. Well, I almost think, remember that um, Eminem movie? Yeah. It's almost like our version, I guess, of rapping, like the rap off. So mm -hmm. you guys are doing the roast off. I yeah. Know, I think, man, there's no sports to watch, so I think everyone's hungry for it. So I hope, I hope Jason, you can put it on. Yeah. Um, I just... You know, it's everybody needs, especially with COVID going on, and it's such a hard year. You know, everybody mm -hmm. needs something to look forward to, to to laugh at. I, I just hope that this, you know, this roast battle. And I, you know, I want everybody to be safe. I want everybody to, you know, people, everybody that comes to it, I, you know, take precautions and everything. But it's one of those things. Yeah. Like we just kind of just need this. You know, we need it. We need something. 
good to happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, the pandemic has been rough for all of us. What uh, What have you been doing to stay busy during the uh, the pandemic? Um, I've been on a few uh, talk shows, so I've been lucky with that. Um, I'm heavily involved with movie reviews and more. And I've been co-hosting on a few other um, shows. Like last night, I was again with Debbie Perkins on her red carpet show with Michael Mustoff, the um, the director of The Butcher, those horror films. So, you know, it, it's really fun. It's, it's great. You know, I'm building up a Rolodex. So, um, yeah, no, I really enjoy the co-hosting, um, writing. You know, I'm not as clever as comedians. My goodness, I think you guys have the ultimate brain because your guys are so swift and... <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, no, just trying to keep busy. Um, I know a few of your guests that you've had already on, um, like uh, Soho Johnny, I was a part of his um, Let Me Help campaign that was on last week. So um, yeah, no, I've been trying to keep busy, but you guys really intrigued me with your roast. I really do want to hear it. <laughs> Could you imagine the tailgate parties? Like <laughs> oh, <that would> <laughs> The awesome. tailgate parties for a roast battle. <laughs> Um, what is this show here that it says you were a, you became a co-host and a co-producer on a show called Women on TV, Movie Reviews and More? Um, yeah. is, is that something in Canada or is that like an online thing? Well, right now um, it was created and founded by Brian Sebastian and he's out of um, Las Vegas and L.A. So um, I, I've joined him among um, he's got several of us female co-hosts. So. Um, we do movie reviews and, but it's mostly, I do the more part. So we have, um, musicians, writers, um, producers, actors that come on the show. Um, and so as a producer, I help bring talent to the show and, uh, but it's, it's gained quite a bit of popularity. So maybe you guys want to come on to the show. I'd love to have you both if you yeah, would. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's on video. <laughs> um, where you can find us right now on YouTube. But uh, we've also expanded the platform. We're now on iHeart. We're on Comcast. We're on uh, Spotify, Amazon Music, Pandora, Apple TV. So people seem to like it, the diversity of it. But you know what? We haven't had any comedians on. So maybe you guys could be our first foray into it. I'm down for it. What do you say, Jacob? Yeah, absolutely love really? to. I love, I love talking about myself. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Okay, we'll do it. <laughs> So I want to talk about the the Let Me Help benefit uh, that Soho Johnny put on because he he came on um, what was it earlier in uh, in November yeah. and he was talking about the it's a re it was a release a relief fundraiser for those affected by COVID bullying and prostate cancer which is you know check all the boxes on the things that everyone despises yeah, uh, yeah. how how did that event uh, uh, go for you? Um, I did a speaking part in, uh, it was about six hours. So wow. I, I spoke in the last hour. So they did it almost where it was rolling. You know, they had a lot of entertainment from Europe. And then as it moved west, we, you know, hopped on. And uh, I did a speaking part. One of our co-hosts from Movie Reviews and More, Jessica, she sang and spoke. Um, and uh, no, it, it was wonderful. There was an eclectic group of entertainment, you know, like there was something for everyone. Like, I don't know. Do you guys remember um, Happy Days? Do you remember Leather and the Tuscaderas? Oh, yeah. Susie Clark was yeah. on there. She was so good. She was in the first hour. I couldn't <laughs> believe it. I'm like, oh. you know, like, who didn't want to be her backup dancer and singer? <laughs> so there, there were so many, many great people on there, you know. Um, Rick Waitman, everyone. So 
it was great. I think it's going to become an annual event now. So, you know, again, you guys got to get on there. That's what I was just thinking. Like, man, maybe we yes. should uh, talk to Soho Johnny about being on the next one. Yes. Absolutely. Well, I'll root for you. So I think I think it'll be a do. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, Anything we, def- we can do to help. Yeah. We yeah. definitely have uh, had some really good guests on the last couple of months. You know, like the whole thing with Soho Johnny doing the, you know, the, the benefit thing and, you know, talking to you. And then we talked to... Um, who, who did we talk to last week? Uh, last well, actually, it was Scott Page before, uh, week before last. Man, yeah, uh, no, uh, Scott Page was our last guest. Yeah, uh, Scott Page was our last guest. But man, I'm I'm very much enjoying these uh, these shows we have with all these guests we have. Like it's it's amazing to have you guys on here and, and just kind of networking and getting to know all of you and, and especially like, you know, now, you know, our show and maybe we can work with you guys. And I'm very much looking forward to, to the stuff that we'll all be able to do in the future. Well, yeah, it's great because like you say, there's so many different platforms out there that, you know, people that don't know you should know you because you guys are very clever and yeah. So it's good to just diversify and have yourself introduced to a lot of different people. It's great. Absolutely. Um, Let's see. You were also on the freaking awesome podcast. I've heard of this before. Yeah. Uh, no, it was, um, they interviewed me on their show and then, um, Maddie had to go on vacation. So, um, they, Anthony asked if I'd come and co-host and I got to meet the great Michael DeBar. Oh, so, cool. uh, well, I know. So anyways, I, I got to do that. It, it was pretty amazing. You know, he, he's done everything that man, he was, you know, the singer for the power station. He was on MacGyver. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just amazing. Married to Pamela DeBar. My goodness. There's, a, there's an interview right there. So, yeah. <laughs> Who would you guys want to interview? Who's your ultimate interview? Oh, you know man. what? Sherry Nelson. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> I think oh, that. Got me. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we. So, this is our last episode. Um, <laughs> We've hit the top. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, since we've started, we've uh, we've tried to get Kevin Smith on very, very seriously. We've tried and failed, uh, you know, but uh, maybe we'll get Kevin Smith on one day. He's sort of our white whale of the podcast. Yeah. Um, who else? I, I've always wanted to interview him for my shows because I, I don't know if you know, I actually made a movie with, with people that he made movies with. So I have an in to Kevin, but it's just it's trying to nail him down. To actually like get him to, because he's notorious for if you get a hold of him, it takes him like nine months to get back to you. And really? So it's like trying to get him on the show is a, whew, it's a task. Yeah, so but I, I mean, you, you you should know something about that working in Hollywood for so long. I mean, what's uh, what's what's your audition process is like for? I mean, you look at your list of credits and it's it's so long and. I mean, what what have you what have you done? No, uh, no pun intended there. But Whoa, um, should I cut that out, or did you just reveal no, something about yourself there, Jacob? No, it's it's actually comically small. But um, what? So, what's your audition process like? <laughs> how are how are how are you getting all these how are you getting all these roles in these major motion pictures? 
Well, not they're not major. Oh my goodness, no, no. Uh, well, you know, you go on to IMDb, you go on to Mandy, um, and then they have just postings. Oh, so and so is filming here. Stop, go in. You know, it's crowd scene. So it's just you know, you're not. It's just you're just there for that. You're you don't have anything pivotal at those things. So yeah, yeah. Right, but no. I, I mean, you look at the list, and I mean, you you can't deny your body of work when you say I've been in VH90210. I've been in The Flash. I've been in, you know, John Wick. I mean, you present that to producers and it's it's quite an impressive resume. Yeah, no, it's it's been good for me because, you know, like I would like I get reached out often for a few other things. Like I was actually asked to come and get involved. They were they're creating a new Baywatch out of San Diego. Wow. But I can't because I can't cross the border. Oh, so that sucks. Um, yeah, so it's just and then Maxim helped, you know, to really you know get it going so um no i'm just i'm just really fortunate you know you just got but on my end i have to work really hard i don't want to show up and have them go oh god <laughs> right so, yeah no it's just it's about like you guys said it's all about networking and and you know you know just trying to do a good job and you know don't be mean or bad if you're on the set just it's it's all about networking and yeah, no, lately I've been really lucky that people are reaching out to me to get involved in things. So, yeah. yeah. How do you feel about the, um, the audition process? Do you prefer auditioning in person or do you prefer self-taping? Person, definitely. Um, I, I don't like looking at myself on camera, you know what I mean? I don't you either. It looks dumb. So no, I prefer it in person. I don't know. It feels better and more authentic in person. You know, um, yeah. and I think plus, that's what I think. Plus, when you're in person too, you, they can always tell you to do something a little different, or if you're doing something they kind of like, or something you know, something yeah. that you, you know, like they can ask you to do certain things. But if you're just self taping. You get one shot, and yeah. you don't know. But that's also a double-edged sword because I've had in-person interview, uh, you know, auditions too, where I'm like, man, they must have really liked me, and that's awesome, and I'm gonna get this job, and then I don't get it, and I'm like horribly disappointed. But with the, you know, the self-taping, you just send it in and forget about it, and you're like, man, yeah. So I, yeah. I don't no, know what's it, worse. <laughs> yeah, no, it can be difficult, or. You know, if they tell you what the role is, like you think, oh my goodness, what what do you speak about? You know, when they just want you to give something regarding this aspect, you think, oh, and yeah, no, it, it can it can be difficult. So, but you try, you practice. <laughs> yeah. So I, we would be remiss if we didn't ask you about the uh, the Maxim Magazine contest. So I know that a lot of guys watching and listening to this are going to want us to ask you about that. So. How did you get Love involved Maxim. with that? Uh, well, uh, my Facebook uh, profile, um, a photographer saw my photo and he suggested that I enter the contest. And uh, generally, like I'm Canadian, so usually those contests are for American citizens only. Mm. So I saw that it was international and I thought, okay. So I entered it and uh, I thought it'd be just in and out. I didn't think I'd go anywhere. And I was fortunate I got in the top four. So. Um, Maxim, they're great, you know, MaximMag.com or they're on everything. They cover it, like, you know, everything about them is exotic, cars, cigars, <laughs> cocktails. <laughs> they're they're a wonderful magazine to be affiliated with and, and, you know, God bless them. I was lucky that they gave me a full page when it did come out. So, yeah, it was, it was nice. But a funny story is um, 
when the contest was going on, we were having a federal election in our country. And I hadn't mentioned anything to my dad. He's extremely conservative and old school. And uh, <laughs> we'd be out and about. And I was volunteering for a particular um, person that was running. And uh, people would be like, hey, Sherry, I voted for you. I'm like, hey. <laughs> After all, my dad's like, they know Rob's running, right? I'm like, yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't want, you know, he's so shy. And like our, our show is supposed to, well, we were supposed to be going into Memphis and, and taking uh, movie reviews and more on the road. And I had invited my father to come along as a surprise. And he goes, I don't want to go on camera. So <laughs> really, really shy. But yeah, it was kind of cute when he found out. He goes, OK, now I know why people kept saying that. <laughs> so what comes with that? You know, you got four, you finished in the top four. Like, do you, you know. Do they call you to do other shoots or like, does it come with a, a trophy or what else? What all comes with that? No Don Rickles trophy for me, but yeah. no. <laughs> you got a Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> <laughs> no, Elizabeth Nugu and she won that, uh, that last year. It was the contest last year. And so she got a full cover and, and several photos inside. Um, I haven't been asked to photograph with them. I hope I can, you know, maybe when the COVID is over and I'm mobile, but um, it'd be something I hope to do. But for me, I, <laughs> I just had hoped that I would be, you know, online with a nice photo so i didn't hope for a whole lot when i entered it i didn't think there was anything but no uh the winner she um she got a great cover and a great connection with maxim and i'm connected with them now so um yeah no it's just it's, it's just something fun that i did that i'm glad i did because from that you know i've been to show host and and things are you know uh fermenting into reality and yeah, thank God for the internet. I can do podcasts though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's been the uh, the big saving grace, uh, you know, during the pandemic is being able to to start shows like this one that we've started. Because you know, me and Jacob, we had budding comedy careers before COVID hit, and you know, I had you know I was going to I had plans to go do some tours like I had planned to go out to Arizona. I had some gigs booked out there and you know, I had my very first opening for a, an actual touring comedian. Um, and I had to do a 30 minute set and I was practicing that 30 minute set and COVID hit and everything just kind of just fell apart. And now we're just kind of like in this weird waiting period and trying not to get rusty from not being yeah. on stage, you know, and it, it's just, this is kind of keeping us sharp a little, at least a little bit. So, yeah. so thank God for the internet. Are you building up more material? And I was actually going to ask you, is COVID worth talking about as a comedian? You know, because there's <sighs> so much tragedy that goes with it. My God, like, is that something you, like, it's like politics, you don't want to touch it. Well, it's it was easy to write material about the lockdown and what we were doing during the lockdown, but that's kind of the I don't know. It's kind of you don't really want to touch COVID too much, you know. Unless yeah. I, I don't know. It's just it's just a weird kind of subject for me to kind of tackle when things like that are going. I don't know how Jake, I don't, Jacob. I don't know how yeah. you feel about it. Well, at, at the same time, it's it's the most culturally relevant thing that we all share in common. So, I mean, when a comedian does bits about COVID, I don't blame them at all. 
because it's it's obvious it's right there it's the elephant in the room mm-hmm. and you know everyone's experiencing it right now like I, I but i i managed to only write you know a couple of bits about it i think that's all anyone should have right now is just you know yeah. Couple bits about it. I think once we get a little more distance from it, it'll be a, a little bit better. We'll have a better perspective. And plus, I feel like if I, I feel, I always kind of feel like if the things I do come up about COVID, I feel like it's low hanging fruit type of stuff. Like anybody, like other comedians are going to be able to come up with. I, I want to be able to come up with something that's my own thing that nobody's going to think of. So that's mm-hmm. why I like to get a little distance between. You know, between it and trying to write jokes about it. Like, it was easy to do jokes about lockdown because everybody was doing different, you know, experiencing the lockdown in different ways. So that was easy to do. But for COVID itself, it's like, eh, I don't really want to touch it right now. I'm still angry at it for ruining the world. (laughs) <laughs> no, exactly. Like we all thought it might be, you know, oh, we're all on vacation for sixty days. Yeah. Oh, my God, man. <laughs> yeah, I thought it would last at like six months tops, and that was like what six months ago? No, that was like eight months ago, nine eight months, months ago. ago, nine months ago, <laughs> thirty-two years ago, yeah, forty-eight thousand <laughs> years ago. <laughs> uh, but we're coming up to the end uh, of the show. It no, that went by fast. Um, yeah, so dude. Sherry, please tell everybody, uh, I followed you on, um, uh, uh, on Twitter a little while ago. Do you have, you have the same Twitter as Instagram, right? It's uh, at yeah. XOXO Sherry XO. Yes. Sherry S H E R Y like the wine and then Facebook Sherry Nelson. So boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But before you go, I wanted to know, um, you know, with the Maxim magazine contest, do you have plans on uh, submitting for that again this year or next year? No. <laughs> no. All right. No. Well, well, good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's going to come down here and be in the roast battle next year. Oh, okay. God, that no. works. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys intimidate me, but you're so smart. But no, I, I hope you can put it on because I want to hear it on Monday. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And we definitely want to have you back on again when uh, Warrior of Eight Flags comes out because I, I want to check it out and have you back on the show. Uh, Thank you. No, and but you'll be on our show before then. Awesome. Uh, so it'll be be fun. Uh, oh, there's my kitty. He decided he wanted to be a part of the show tonight. Say hi, kitty, kitty. Oh, there he is. <laughs> That's my black cat. If you don't like black cats, yeah. you can't listen to this show. Um, <laughs> Pussy but, uh, magnet. Yeah, that's right. Well, thank you for coming <laughs> on the show again. It's been awesome having you on. It's been an uh, absolute pleasure. Um, anything else you want to throw out there before we leave tonight? No, that's about it, except everyone watch the Gulf Coast Comedy Roast on Monday. Yes. What about you, Jacob? Anything to throw out there before we leave tonight? Yeah, please, uh, you know, watch the roast, come to the roast. Uh, We'll try to set up something to where we can maybe uh, stream it on Jason's channel. Mm -hmm. And then if anyone I know is uh, local to Panama City, Florida, I'm going to be out there December 11th at uh, 8 p.m. at Slapstick's Q and Brew. We're going to go out there to do that show, Um, you know. Wear a condom, bring your gun. It's going to be a very dangerous time. Awesome. Well, uh, if you want to, you can go give us money. Let me play our music here. You can go give us money at patreon.com slash ompodcast. Keep the lights on here. And we can continue to have these fantastic guests that we have every week. And we also, if you're uh, a patron, 
We do extra shows every month for you. And you get the shows early before everybody else. And if you can't do that, then at least go uh, give us a review wherever fine podcasts are sold. So you guys have a good night, and we'll see you next Thursday. Thursday.